health, fitness, mindset, purpose, fulfillment. Welcome to the High Powered Podcast. Prepare to take your life to greater heights. Please welcome your host, Chase Livingston. your trainer, your buddy, your pal. (laughs) It's me, Chase Livingston. Yes, I'm back in this thing to give you uh, some more stuff. I want to share some good stuff with you today. Listen, recently, uh, at the end of last year, I became a certified nutrition coach. And with that, I got a lot of knowledge. I got a lot of tools, a lot of different things. It was like a good refresher on some things that I already knew to just kind of, kind of sharpen my skill set a little bit. But what I want to do today is I want to tell you why tracking your food is the key to unlocking your fitness goals and how you need to do it. Um, guys, if you have decided that this year is going to be the year that you get more healthy, more fit, the number one asset that's going to help you is tracking and logging your food every single day. And so I know some of you guys are like rolling your eyes. You're going, dang, I really do not want to do that. But if you will stick with this and you will actually do it, I promise you, you will see some awesome results. There was a, um, a 2019 study out of Duke University that found that overweight people lost weight by simply tracking their food. They didn't adhere to a specific diet program. All they did was log everything they ate. Now, how is that possible? How is it possible that they don't start any kind of specific diet program? They're not even necessarily doing any kind of weight training or or exercise or anything, but somehow they lost weight. It's like, how did that happen? Well, I'll tell you, uh, it created mindfulness for one. They begin to see, oh my gosh, look how many calories I'm eating every single day. This is This is kind of crazy. Oh my gosh, I've got a log that I just had three Sonic hot dogs like, Oh my gosh, look how much sodium is in there. Oh my gosh, look at how many uh, calories I just consumed. That's It does something to you. It brings that awareness and that mindfulness to your eating patterns, right? And it helps you discover um, the different eating patterns and habits that you have. You know, the more you track and log, you realize, wow, it's so funny. Every Wednesday when I get off work, all of a sudden I'm craving pizza and beer. Why is that? You know, it starts to help you get some of that stuff is unconscious. Like it really is. You just like, I'm craving it. I'm going to go. You act on impulse. But when you start to track and log and, and take a look at this stuff, you see there's some patterns behind it. It's really interesting. Um, Kind of going back to the mindfulness, it provides insight to the different foods you eat. You know, it's going to show you how little protein you're getting in, how heavy the carbohydrates are, not just carbohydrates, but the refined carbohydrates or how much sugar that you're consuming on a daily basis. It does all this different stuff. But the best thing that I personally think uh, that comes from this is it helps to generate long-term behavioral change. You know, if you start to look at this and you say, uh, I'm not liking that, I'm going to start to change some things. And you start to opt out for some healthier choices and you actually start to hit some caloric goals and start to tighten up your macronutrients just on a natural way of just tracking and logging and being mindful of what you're consuming. What happens is even after you shut the app off or you stop logging and tracking, you have ingrained yourself to look at food a little bit differently. You look at that food and know, oh my gosh, that's going to be a 2,000 calorie meal. I need to not do that, you know, or I need to take it easy on this kind of food because I know this is going to happen. It just does so much for you in terms of long-term behavioral change. And of course, the obvious side effect, 
is it's going to lead to weight loss and other health and fitness goals being accomplished. So I want to tell you guys, um, you know, uh, a little bit about tracking food, how you can get started with it. If you're already doing it, I want to show you how you can tighten it up and um, apply it to yourself. Now, once again, this is a deep dive on some things, so I want to keep it a little bit surface level today. We will go deeper in the future. Um, there was a book written by Bill Bryson called The Body, and in that book, he cites a study that in America, people overestimate the amount of calories they burn in a workout by a factor of four. <laughs> They also consume about twice as many calories as they burn off. So like with that being said, it's like you don't even have to really think that hard to realize you can quickly undo a lot of the hard work that you put in by what and how much you eat, right? Um, so I hear so many people all the time say, you know, oh, I work out so I can eat the tacos. Oh, I do this so I can, you know, have the drinks and all this different stuff. And it's like everything in moderation, okay? You know, that's been a huge thing that you hear people say, everything in moderation, but we don't see that put into practice, right? Um, the thing is, is like when you go and you work out and it's like, yes, you get sweaty. Yes, you put in 45 minutes of good solid work, but you probably didn't burn as many calories as you thought. Like the body's kind of a stubborn thing. And um, when we, when we uh, overestimate what we burn and then we say, oh, well, I had a hard workout today. I deserve to go out and do this. And then we go trash ourselves with, you know, pizza and tacos and beer and stuff. We're undoing a lot of the progress that we're trying to make. And so really it comes down to you've got to get in alignment with how much you're working out and what you're eating, how much you're eating, and really get specific about um, reaching these different goals. And I think tracking food helps with that, okay? And I know what you're thinking. A lot of people say, Chase, I don't want to track my food because I hate counting calories. And it, it leads me to, uh, to ask, why do you hate counting calories? And so this is like the big thing that um, <laughs> I've heard people say. Well, I hate just uh, I hate restricting myself from foods that I enjoy. You know, I hate being in a caloric deficit for too long. I hate the meticulous and monotonous logging of food every single day. And it's like, I get it. I agree with all of those things, but you are generalizing these things. Listen, you uh, can stay in a caloric deficit for you know a few weeks, a few months. Once you start to hit a plateau, you need to shift your training anyways. You need to shift what you're eating anyways. You need to do a uh, you need to perform a body recomposition. Sometimes that means adjusting that caloric intake back up, right? Um, but staying in a caloric deficit for too long is not healthy for anybody, right? Uh, also, don't restrict yourself from foods that you enjoy. Just make healthier decisions, right? You can grab uh, like a Chick-fil-A sauce. Gosh, I love them, guys. I love them. But the first ingredient is sugar. I think three, four, fifth ingredient down is high fructose corn syrup. You're just basically getting a sugar bomb to go on your chicken nuggets. Like you can make a healthier choice. Mustard has zero calories. I know it's not going to taste as good, but you can get a little bit of um, a, a taste on there and it's going to help you achieve those goals, right? Not only that, but there are also healthier options that you can get at the store. Rather than doing, you know, slathering your salad in a bunch of like uh, uh, ranch dressing that's like 120 calories for a tablespoon and you know you're going to need like four, you can get something like Primal Kitchen, which is like, I think, 10 calories for a tablespoon. And 
it's actually still just as good and it's with better ingredients. So, um, think about some of these different ways that, you know, you can still enjoy the foods that you like without restricting yourself from them. Um, now guys, things like donuts, you know, you're just going to have to find a day where you like it. Don't overdo it and just kind of do that in moderation. The thing is, is when you start to really track your food and you really start to get in this pattern of eating healthy, you start to step away from some of these cravings that you might have, like the sugary donuts and, you know, uh, the, the sugar filled sodas and all these different things. Um, the last thing I want to tell you is, uh, with the meticulous and the monotonous logging of food. Yes, it seems meticulous. Yes, it seems monotonous, but you're doing something to yourself mentally, okay? And that needs to be, you need to consider the benefits of why you're doing something, not, oh, this sucks, this is so boring, like this takes too much of my time. Like, once you start to get a system in place, you're going to find what foods work best for you. You're going to be able to to track them every single day or every other day or however you want to do it. And it's just going to start to streamline the process. But when you see it as a chore, Yes, it's going to suck, but if you look at the benefits of the logging of your food, it's going to make it a little bit easier. Um, I can't argue that, yeah, it is a little meticulous, but just view yourself as a scientist. You are self-quantifying yourself to become a fully optimized human full of power and ability and greatness. (laughs) So... Let's talk about why you should be tracking your food. Um, there's a few different reasons why you would decide to download the app back on your phone or get a food journal or something like that, right? The first one would be you've got a change in your fitness or nutrition program, right? Hey, uh, I've been trying to cut weight, but now I'm trying to build muscle. That's a change in your nutrition and your fitness program. You need to begin to track the food. That way you can see, okay, I need to adjust these macros. I need to adjust this caloric intake. It gives you, it puts your eyes on these new goals that you have set for yourself, right? The second reason why you should be tracking is you've never tracked food before and you don't understand what a proper serving size looks like or um, each food's macronutrient content, right? So if you've never logged your food at all, you don't know what six ounces of chicken looks like. It might be okay for you to track for a little while, right? Um, If you don't know uh, exactly what a healthy serving looks like, sometimes tracking it and seeing, oh my gosh, look how many calories is on my plate. Maybe I need to reevaluate how big my serving size is, right? That's called portion control. The other thing is, like we talked about earlier, it's going to help you become more mindful of what you do eat. And that's a huge one for a lot of people is... Um, it's so easy to go throughout the day and let some of these things slip by. Like you grab a few little pieces of chocolate, a couple crackers every now and then. Once you start to track it, you, you cut that stuff out really quick. Or when you do snack, it's meaningful. You say, okay, well, I've got to track this. So today I had a handful of crackers. I need to make sure I put that in my system, right? Um, and the cool thing is, is once you start to see the results of the tracking and the logging, it becomes so much easier and it really becomes worth it. Um, so I've got a few simple steps for you to kind of go through in order for you, um, to actually start tracking your food. Okay. Number one, you need to decide how you are going to track, right? You're going to use an app. Are you going to get a journal? You can even take photos. So like, um, I have personally used my fitness pal in the past. I don't use it anymore. What I've actually been using is the lose it app. 
Now this app is more specifically geared towards losing weight and lately I've been trying to build muscle so I'm eating at a, a huge caloric surplus, right? And so um, with that, uh, you kind of have to use that app accordingly but I like it because I can literally scan any barcode and it comes up. Uh, I can also kind of adjust like what macros I have. It keeps a pretty consistent log of how many calories I'm taking in. So I like it for that reason. Now, uh, you can also log your food with a journal. You could just buy like, you know, a little notebook from the store and just write down everything that you put in your mouth. Uh, also, you know, I've got my high powered fitness planner where you can actually just a, sh a shameless plug here. <laughs> you, you can track your workouts, you can track your energy levels, and it has a place where you log your food every single day. So you could use something like that. Now, I'll also say that if for whatever reason you're not interested in tracking or logging your food through an app or on paper, you're like, I'm still not sold on the whole counting calories thing. Here's one thing you can do. Just take pictures of all of your meals. Just take pictures of everything that you're going to eat and then go back through them every day or every other week, uh, every week or so and just look at what you're consuming, um, you know, frequently, right? Or every day or so. And that's going to do the same thing. It's going to allow you to see, oh my gosh, like, I had like five things of pizza this week. Oh my gosh, look at all these huge greasy servings of this. Or dang, look, I was on point with my food. Look at this nice salad and look at this grilled chicken and brown rice, whatever it might be. Um, so yeah, uh, that's what I would say for step one. Decide how you're going to track. Now step number two, you need to discover how much you need to be eating. In order to do the, in order to do this, you need to use a total daily energy expenditure calculator, or you need to talk to your trainer and coach and find out exactly how much you need to be eating every single day. And so here's a little resource for you. Write this down, or I might even throw this in the show notes. TDEEcalculator.net. If you'll go there, you can um, input all of your information, like how old you are, how much you weigh, blah, 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 blah. And it's going to give you a baseline number for how many calories you need to be consuming. Why, the reason I like this website is because uh, it actually gets even more specific. Like it'll tell you um, how many calories to eat if you're bulking or how many calories you need to eat if you're cutting or if you're just trying to maintain and it will also go even deeper with the different macros um, that you can consume. Now, if that sounds like too much for you, the good news is this, is you can use these apps and by just simply putting in the information that it's going to run you through whenever you download the app, um, it's going to give you a pretty standard number on how many calories you need to be consuming every day and I would suggest starting there right you can always fine-tune later as you really start to get into this step number three log every single thing that enters your mouth right aside from maybe toothpaste uh, aside from maybe you know water unless you want to track your water you can do that as well but everything that you're going to consume to eat as fuel you need to be logging it you know that's how you're actually going to start to um, find out where you are in terms of all of this right that's the, probably the most important step is log everything that you eat Step number four, monitor your progress every two to four weeks, right? And so you can do this. There's multiple ways you can do this. You can go back through your app and see, okay, like look at my eating patterns. How have they changed? Am I getting closer to hitting my caloric goal? My How are my macros looking? Um, all of that different stuff. You can also weigh in every week, right? So first thing Monday morning, you step on the scale and you need to clock how much you weigh. 
right? Um, you could go get a body comp analysis done every two to four weeks, and you can do that. This place, like if you live in Texarkana, you can go to Five Star Nutrition. You can do a body comp analysis; they'll do that for you for free. Um, some gyms even offer this, like they have electro. Uh, hydrostatic weighing or something like that where they kind of submerge you in water and they can kind of find out your your um your fat uh mass and your and your muscle mass and stuff like that so find some ways that you can get a body comp analysis done one other way that you can do it is like you can get these fat calipers where you kind of pinch the fat and that will tell you how much body fat you have um there's multiple different ways that you can do this but uh, a simple way is you just weigh in every week don't get on the scale every single day. <laughs> do it every week at the two at two weeks, every two weeks at the very like least, right? But um, every week is pretty good. And then monitor yourself. Okay, am I seeing some changes or some good things happening? What's going on here? And then of course, step number five is adjust and improve as you go. Um, continue to make those little changes, tighten up, continue to learn, talk to somebody who has gone through this before so that they can kind of help you navigate it. And, um, yeah, keep going. Uh, I didn't really talk a whole lot about macros and stuff in this episode. I'll do that in a later one perhaps, but there is so much stuff online about figuring out the different macros and stuff like that. Just don't overcomplicate it and don't throw yourself at too much, uh, right off the bat. And that kind of leads me to, what I want to talk about now. If you are new to tracking, you've never tracked in your life, I want you to just log your food and see what's going into your belly every day. That's it. Just write down exactly what you're eating every single day or just put it into the app, exactly what you're eating. Don't worry about the caloric uh, needs or don't look at the, uh, the caloric content. Don't look at the macronutrient content. Just put it in the app, right? Now, if you are serious about reaching some goals, you're really trying to drop some weight, you're really trying to build some muscle, whatever, begin to reach your caloric goals each day. So then you just start looking at the calories that you're hitting, the, cal- the calories that you're eating, what you're consuming, and how close or far off is that from where you need to be, right? Are you eating too much? You need to pull back? Do you need to be eating more? Where do you fit on that spectrum? Okay, if you are new to this and you're involved in a training program, like if you've got a trainer, you're going to the gym three to five times a week, I want you to do this. I need you to watch your calories, see if you're hitting your caloric content every day, but also look at your protein consumed. Okay, and uh, just to give you all some numbers, if you're just trying to maintain your calories, maybe build some muscle, you need to be at about 0.6 to up to a gram of protein per pound. So if you weigh 180 pounds, you need to be getting anywhere from 150 grams to 180 grams of protein every single day, right? Now, if you're trying to lose fat, but you don't want to uh, lose any of the muscle that you built, you need to up that protein even more. So a gram to about a gram point two of protein every single day per pound of body fat. Eating a little bit more protein is going to uh, mitigate the muscle mass that could get lost, right? So more on that stuff in a different episode. Um, Now, if you are experienced at tracking and logging your food, start to dial in your macros every day. Hit your appropriate macronutrient percentages, right? So figure out what those are. If you know you've got... um, 35% is coming from protein, 35% is coming from carbs, 30% is coming from your your fats. Make sure you're getting close to those levels every single day. Lastly, if you want to get extreme with this, if you want to take it to the absolute max, start to monitor your sugar, 
your sodium, and your saturated fat levels each day. So I think the standard for women is like 16 grams of sugar every day. I think for men, it's 25 or 26 grams of sugar. Now for sodium, you want to be consuming less than 2,300 milligrams for the average American. But if you are engaged in vigorous exercise multiple times a week, this is different. You know, you are probably going to need a little bit more sodium just so you can replenish electrolytes. And for your saturated fat, uh, I forget which one. It's like um, the FDA or somebody that said you need to have less than 10% of your calories from saturated fat. But I'm, start to, I'm starting to see some new emerging science that comes up that says that saturated fat can actually be beneficial when it's from uh, organic or grass-fed animals. So I'll do some more on that on a different episode as well. So guys, that is all that I've got for you. This is a long episode, but... Here's what I want to tell you. Tracking your food is beneficial for you and it can help you reach some goals. But if this is over this is um, this is a little complicated to you, if it's a little bit too much, then reach out to me. If you need help getting started on this app or finding out what macros are best for you or how you can use nutrition to reach your goal, then email me or shoot me a DM. I'm a certified nutrition coach. I'm a personal trainer and I can help you build a plan that fits who you are and where you are in relation to your goals in order for you to become more successful. Um, so that's what I want to leave you with. Hit those nutrition goals this year. Hit those fitness goals this year. I promise you, tracking is not the most sexy thing you can be doing in the fitness industry, but it does lead to results. And at the end of the day, that's what matters is hitting these results. So get after it, you guys. If you need help, I'm here. And I can't wait to see what changes you guys make. Definitely keep me updated. Share this episode with somebody who needs